Good morning and welcome to another edition of Paul's Property Podcast centred here in Paul Bos and Company in Kemp Town. Uh, and I'm delighted uh, today to be sitting here with my good friend uh, and lettings expert, uh, Joshua Ottaway. Welcome, Josh. Hi, thanks for having me. Hey, welcome, welcome. Now, this is a subject that, as you know, we've been trying to really investigate um, over the last few weeks, unfortunately, Kathy, who runs our uh, lettings department, rather, uh, has been exceptionally busy, but you're, we're very grateful that you found the time to join us uh, this morning to answer some, some questions that, of course, a lot of the, the public are interested in, um, the lettings market being as it is, and the, the, the constant, I don't use the word in, in, in furious, but the constant frustration that People coming into the city, they can't afford to live, they can't afford to rent, they come in for jobs and so on and so forth. So, you know, he, he just wanted you to shed a bit of light on where, where we are. So if I can start off with a simple question of, I mean, you know, how the lettings market is, I mean, from, from what I can see it, uh, you know, particularly the one, two beds up to a price point of, say, 15, 16 a month is insane. You know, is this correct? And is is there a reason for this? Yeah, to a certain extent, um, there's there's a little bit of negativity, but a lot of positivity with the lettings market moment. Um, it's it's doing very well, but there's two sides of the coin. There's rents are strong, so for landlords, that's excellent. But um, also, the quality of tenants has gone up dramatically. Wonderful. Um, you're seeing um, a fair amount of people that are coming along for a lot of viewings. Yeah, um, there's some properties you'll put live, and you'll you'll have 15, 20 people that have inquired. There's always been sort of a ten to one ratio. Uh, so your ten to one ratio is your you have one property, ten people that will come along and have a look at it, um, and out of those ten, you've got to narrow it down to one person. Yeah. Um, different agencies do different things. I personally like to ensure that the the landlord has all of the information they need about a tenant. Mm. Um, all of that goes over to the landlord, and they can make their own decision. Yeah. Same with sales. It's the quality of the tenant that is most important. Same with mm. the quality of buyer. Um, yeah. Not just who shouts about the most money that they can spend. Yeah. Um, rents have risen dramatically. There's a few different factors. Um, a lot of people leaving London, uh, meaning there's a lot more competition for properties. Um, you've got a lot of people offering now, which yeah. started around COVID time, really. Okay. Um, during COVID, especially where people were um, wanting to leave the city and come down to Brighton, meaning the seaside, bring their children down. Same with sales, where prices mm. grew, lettings prices grew as well. Um, so you're you're finding a, a lot of people coming down, um, mm. offering larger sums, which unfortunately is putting other tenants out of the out of the market. So if you look at that, I think the average I think the average price for one bed in the city now is sitting about twelve seventy five. Yeah, don't, don't quote me on that. Um, that's yeah. the official figure, but it's it's sitting around that. Um, so prices have gone up, mm. um, but the market's doing exceptionally well. Uh, it's in, it's interesting a point you made there about COVID, the pandemic, and what happened with the sales market at that time, because obviously the sales market has, without sounding negative, has changed mm -hmm. over the last 14 to 16 months. Um, we've seen a settling, a correction within the price points and so on and so forth, uh, whereas the lettings market just seems to have carried on, hasn't even, has, has even stopped as a marathon runner would, for gel <laughs> on the way through, you know? It's one of those, when the sales market 
does start to settle, the lettings market always grows. Um, yeah. It's always a bit of a seesaw effect. Um, so you're now seeing people where you've, I hate to put a negative spin on it, but if you look at mortgage rates are going up, people necessarily mm. haven't got the deposit available yeah. because they may have uh, a million different reasons as to why, but cost of living there because mm. that's a deposit level is on where they are. So they're thinking, right, I need to rent. I yeah. a choice. That is just enforcing this issue of too many people, not too many people, but a lot of people yeah. looking to, to, to move into the city, move into areas. So if you take Brighton compared to, for instance, Worthing, you've got the same issue. Yeah. Whereas if you look at the property prices, there's about 200 grand difference yeah. uh, sort of across the board uh, depending yeah. on what you're looking at. So if you if you go down that route of, right, okay, so what is the fundamental issue? It is lack of stock. Mm. People staying long-term, which is great for landlords mm. and great for them, great for tenants because they're actually getting somewhere mm. that is becoming their home. Um, I was speaking to a gentleman yesterday who's been in this place for 18 years. Yeah. And unfortunately, he's in a position now where the landlord needs the property back for their son. But he's been there for eight, he's been in his home for 18 yeah. years. Yeah. And now he's coming into the market and he's specifically come to speak to agents as opposed to just yeah. looking on right move because he doesn't know what the market's doing. Anymore. Yeah. He, he doesn't know where to turn, doesn't know what he's going to be paying. He's looking at prices and he's shocked. Sure. And his rent's gone up sort of sporadically mm. over the years, but not by much. Yeah. And suddenly he's looking at a sort of a 35, 45% increase yeah. in what he was paying 18 years ago when he first started looking at yeah. the So is it, is it where, where, something that I'm finding uh, that, that I'd, I'd like to ask you about is a lot of landlords, and this could probably tra trans transgress into less stock mm -hmm. to let hence prices and so on and so forth. So as an open rent, a lot of landlords are selling, yeah. you know, due to new legislation that's coming in. Now, you know, you know, I'm not a landlord myself, you know, it's, uh, so it, can you shed some light on that? What, what, what is this, what is this new legislation? How does that affect? There's, there's a know, lot there's of There's really positivity fear. for the tenants. Yeah. So tell me more about this. So the, the, the rent of reform bill, is currently a white paper that's sitting at Whitehall. And it's coming into the, the whole point of it is to try and give tenants a bit more security um, mm. and to make the whole system a lot fairer. Um, for many years, there's been a view that landlords have gotten away with certain things and tenants haven't been treated the way that they the, the government feels they should have been treated, which you can look at it from an, an overview and, and take a look at both sides. Yeah. Um, so the Renters Reform Bill has quite rightly worried a lot of landlords. Um, if you look at statistics of uh, what landlords have been saying on polls, there's three main reasons at the moment why landlords are looking to sell. Uh, renters reform bill is right up there, mm. but also uh, the stamp duty changes. Uh, mm. Stamp duty has gone up to about 3% for second properties and above. Yeah. Um, and then you've also got um, the mortgage rates. Yeah. Now, mortgage rates for residential properties mm. you uh, you and i buying a home or selling mm. a home and if we're looking at an average of mm. what's it sitting at, at the moment about five and a half six percent you're in, you're incorrect there oh. you're actually incorrect i was going to come on to that later just, oh, yeah. as, as always <laughs> just a quick interlude i was as always just before one of my podcasts i spoke to neil mm -hmm. evans yep uh just to because because interest rates are softening uh so just a, a quickie on that just a, a quick a 20% deposit five-year fixed today will buy you 5.26. So we're not going up. So they stay, they have softened. Certainly not. And we're expecting that come the spring to be looking into, into, into the late fours. 
And if you have, and that's what the 20, if you have something like a 40% deposit, you're already into the fours at sort of 4.95, uh, yep. 4.99. So, uh, sorry to no, no, know, no. I'd, at least I'd, just, I'd, 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 I'd much rather be uh, be, be given good news. Instead yeah, no. So, so the, the lenders are, and that will continue to soften, and that will start mm. continue to keep coming down. And same for 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 buy to let mortgages. Um, buy to let mortgages, they after the mini budget, they were high. Um, mm. I personally spoke to Neil, and he was saying to me that um, they were sitting around the nines, especially on mm. So, if you're looking at that, thinking. Oh, okay, do I really want to be doing this at the moment? My mortgage has now gone up. Yeah, you're then looking at landlords that are thinking, I need to put the rent up. But if you're a, a, a good landlord going through an agency and doing things the correct way, you can put your rent up once a year. Yeah, um, at the end of the tenancy, you can uh, create you can create a new tenancy, you can um, mm. uh, agree new terms with the tenants. If they're happy to pay an, an, an excess in the, in the rent, then great. Mm. Um, at the moment, rents on renewal are sitting around five to six percent. Yeah, um, which is not a not a monumental is, jump. Is is there a, a legal amount that you know you, you can you can't you can't go above for rent increase in between? So say Sam here, yep, rents a flat, landlord turns around and says, oh, it's paying a grand a month. I want I want fifteen hundred because market's gone up. Can they do that? Because that, that's a 50% increase. Is, is there a, a, a highest percentage point that you can go to? No. So this is one of the things the Renter Reform, Reform Bill is mm. going to start looking at. Um, at the moment, you can't just exponentially put the rent up to whatever you like. It has to be within market value. So yeah. again, yesterday, conversation with a landlord, a lovely landlady. Um, her tenants have been there for the last three or four years. She's never put the rent up. Her mortgage has gone up. She said to me, look, I really need to look at what I'm going to do. Flats around here are doing this. Can I put the rent up to this? And I said, I looked at it because you can't exceed what the market level is deemed at. And a tenant yeah. can take legal action and, and completely go against what you've said. Yeah. So we, as agents, generally try to stick to a rule of thumb of mm. market, market rate, market yeah. value. So if, for instance, you are renting a flat at £1,000, um, the landlord says, I want £1,500 for that flat. But similar flats in the area, call it a half mile, mile radius, are sitting around about £1,250. Yeah. But realistically, no, you can't. Yeah. Um, now, that is, you have got some private landlords that just put in some exponentially. Um, however, if you're going through an agency, an agency mm. should say no mm. they should say we need to find a fair way and use the the real the real world answer of there's a cost of living crisis and yeah. there is an issue of i understand you've got a mortgage to pay but also these guys have got to be able to live and yeah. enjoy life and as much as you have bought this as an investment mm. mortgage rates as you know and you should have been made aware by your mortgage broker when you first got the mortgage up mortgage rates go up and down they fluctuate mm. if you especially if you're out of your fixed term that's something that you need to take into account. Yeah. So um, it's just about trying to be as fair as possible. But that's yeah. where the, um, the the new bill comes in. Now, the new bill at the moment, I can give you as many answers as I have been given myself. Yeah. Because uh, at the moment, fine. it is still very much in white paper. Um, so, 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 so basically, with, with that, what does it prevent the landlord? I mean, you mentioned earlier about a man or landlord kicking someone out after 18 years to give the flat to his son. Yep. Is that going to be, I mean, that for me is wrong. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You know, it's wrong. You know, 18 years, that's that person's home. They've been there for a long, long you know? time. And um, it's just like, sorry, 
see you later. Is is two months' notice on my boiler in there? Yeah. Surely there's got to be something coming in that prevents. I mean, I appreciate um, if if as we as we've spoken about, you know, the 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 owner occupier interest rates are softening. The the interest rates for the investor market is a different ball game, which we can talk about uh, uh, another time. But if someone needs to sell, um, because we've got property at the moment, lower gardens, mm -hmm. yeah, that chap can't afford the increases in the service, in, in, not the service charge, sorry, in his mortgage. It is costing him over £150 per month to maintain, because he, he, he can't put the rent up, but we've discussed yep. that, and it's unfair to do so. Yeah, he just can't do it. Um, so that, for me, is a legitimate reason to say, I'm really sorry, I've got to sell the flat. I just, it's breaking me, you know? That, to me, is a legitimate reason. Yep. You know, kicking someone out after 18 years because they want their son to live there isn't. Mm -hmm. So is this what this bill is bringing in? You know? Yeah, so they're, they're abolishing Section 21. That's the main overview. There's a few mm. other bits and bobs going in there, but the main section of the new bill is they're bringing they're abolishing section 21 so at the moment to um to i hate the word evict but to evict a tenant you use either section 21 or section 8 um mm. a section 21 is a notice that the, the landlord wants property back yeah that gets confused sometimes um a lot of tenants when they receive section 21 they see that as a, an eviction notice yeah. it's not it's a we we need the property back now yeah. it's called a no fault eviction so effectively, you can evict or you can ask someone to vacate and you need the property back mm. for pretty much any reason. Yeah, You don't have to give a reason. That's that's the whole problem with Section 21s and no yeah. fault evictions is that there is no legal basis for anything. It's yeah. just a case of, right, okay, I want property back and I'm going to give you two months notice to leave. Yeah, If that tenant then doesn't leave, um, and in some circumstances they can be recommended, not by agents, but by outside uh, so sort of not to leave mm. that's when you then have to go down the section eight route go through the courts then then an actual possession order is put in place by the courts you're given two weeks or two months to, to, mm. to vacate so they're going to get rid of section 21s because they are deemed as unfair mm. um if it were a case of in a lovely fairy tale world of we're going to give you a section notice and this is the reason as to why yeah and a lot of landlords do a lot of landlords in fairness give a reason as to why Mm. So, for instance, we've had one in the past where another one where um, the landlord wanted it back for their son, yeah. but their son lost their job. Mm. Their son was then moving from, I think it was Coventry, yeah. uh, to move down to Brighton because they'd lost their job. It was due to the pandemic. They needed somewhere to live. Yeah. And the family, in fairness, they said, well, completely understand, completely yeah. understand. And they had to go and find another property to live that's in. I mean, that's, it's, that's, to that's a certain extent, it's well the one that I dealt with yesterday when it was 18 years and they just got, nope, the sun's moving in, you've got two months. That's, to That's me, it, it feels slightly yeah. different, but again, it's not, not our so, agency. So so with the, the, the Section 21, because I appreciate that, that, that we have, have time to look at. Um, with a Section 21 at the moment, you can give two months' notice. Are you still able to give someone two months' notice if there's a justifiable reason or, can they, or you just simply can't do it? In what sense, sorry? So, so say, you know, um, I've got a flat. I'm renting it to Sam. Um, I have met a new partner. <laughs> not where I am. Um, and uh, I need to get the equity out of that flat to buy a new home for me and my new partner, mm -hmm. so on and so forth. Um, can I still give notice to Sam to say, listen, I'm really sorry. I need to sell it because I need to put the equity out. 
or can I just not? So provided they are coming towards the end of the tenancy, yes. If they're yeah. on a periodic, you can use Section 21 and give them two months notice. Yeah. Um, or you give a Section 21 notice towards the end of a fixed term contract. Yeah. Um, you can't just halfway through a, a tenancy say, I need my property oh, yeah. back. So, but it, it, it's still going to be, even though we've got this paper coming in to protect the tenants yeah. against the 18-year thing, yeah. um, if I need my flat back, mm-hmm. yeah, I can still... So, oh, sorry, sorry yeah. I see what you mean. So when the reform comes in, no, they're abolishing Section 21, so they're bringing Section 8. Uh, yeah. So they're going to continue the Section 8. They're tweaking it, making it slightly stronger because it's all there still to protect the tenant. Yeah. So what you will have instead is in, you will use the Section 8 notice, but you would have to give a... F- feasible actual reason yeah now they've not given a full list yet of what those reasons were. Right. so the main it, it's mostly going to be around i think anti-social behavior drug use um breaking laws uh, yeah. along those lines but again it's it's not even been fully mm. discussed in parliament yet it's white paper we've well, got to go well, through well, one of those it's got to go through yeah. scrutiny yeah so si- similar if i may uh, to the rumor of um, where EPCs, for instance, mm-hmm. have to be C- uh, E yep. uh, to be able to legally rent a property. Uh, there's, I believe, I don't know if it's got to white paper stage yet, um, that it's to be raised to C. Yep. Um, now, this, in my humble opinion, is absolutely ridiculous uh, because Kempton, where our office is, is predominantly Victorian, Georgian, Regency, listed conservation. Yep. You know, um, occasionally you'll trip over a C. Uh, but property people cannot legally do anything to their properties to increase their EPCs. No, they can't. Um, so this is actually something I'm going to come on to later because I yeah. found I found a, I was looking into it yesterday while I was doing uh, making sure I had all my notes for for today. Yeah, EPCs aren't becoming part of the bill from what we know. Yeah. however, it's going to be a completely separate thing. Now they have announced that the uh, they were aiming for 2025 to get this in place. Yeah, it's now going to be 2028. Oh, good. Um, so it Sorry. keeps being kicked. <laughs> the can keeps being kicked down the road. Yeah. Now the issue you've got, especially for landlords, is you're correct. If you have a Grade Two listed Regency building on the seafront, mm. you've got a flat right over facing the sea. If, if Grade Two or Grade One, you can't do anything with it. Mm. You, can't, you can't. So unless they were to then abolish the rules on grade listing, which again they're going to do, heritage gonna is never going to happen. You happen. can't do it. So um, I think it was Michael Gove was on LBC the other day discussing about um, how they were going to get around this, and they were oh well, historical buildings are going to be exempt. Well, that means that most of Brighton will be exempt yeah. because anything that is listed from Grade Two and above, will you, have you, to you've be. got to think historical. How old? How old is historical? Yeah. You know what date? Does that, is that a Victorian? Um, you know, obviously it's got to be Georgian. It's mm-hmm. got to be Regency. What date uh, do we date back to? If it, like the one north of buildings that we did in Instagrammer a couple of weeks ago was built. The facial there was was built in 1800. Yep. You know, where does it finish? Um, listen, what we're going to do, we're going to draw this to a close purely for, for time reasons, but I'd very much like to continue this conversation on our next podcast, mm-hmm. if that's okay, because it is a subject that can't be rushed. Um uh, but then at the same time, I don't want to bore our listeners to death because they'll be uh, driving home, listening to our, <laughs> our, our dulcet voices and, and, and veering off into the roughage. Uh, but listen, thank you very much, uh, Mr. Rotway, for coming in. We will continue yep. uh, this conversation because there's a lot to speak about. Um, but at the same time, please, if you'd like, if you like listening to this, subscribe, subscribe, you know, subscribe. Then that day. Every fortnight we are doing a podcast. Our next one is going to continue to be lettings. We'll always throw in what the, mar- the mortgage market is doing. We try 
uh, to be as helpful to our listeners as we possibly can because the market changes on a day by day basis. The lettings market is insane. There's so much going on behind the scenes that people need to know about. Lettings, well. there's new legislation that comes out more or less every week. Exactly. Exactly. You know, but listen, thank you once again. Thank you, Josh. I really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. Um, and, and thank you to everybody uh, for listening as always. God bless you. You have a great day. Uh, we'll catch you in a couple of weeks.